come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Ser sentados, por favor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 131 of Word on the Main Street podcast. I am your host, Sean Lords, and Brian's not here. Uh, he had something going on today. Uh, so it is just me, your wonderful. Fabulous host, Sean Solo. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, before we begin, we do want to thank our sponsor, Getaway Today. Um, they are a fantastic sponsor. If you are planning on going to the Disneyland Resort anytime soon, definitely check them out. Uh, as far as I've seen, they really do have the lowest prices uh, for Disneyland, so... Um, go check them out. They are fantastic. Great people to work with, uh, whether it's on the phone, uh, on the website or even in person, which I highly recommend, uh, if you are in the, uh, the, uh, Northern Utah area, go check them out in South Ogden, Utah. They are phenomenal. Uh, but even better than that, they have a promo code special just for you guys. Uh, the promo code is MainStreet10. That's all one word, lowercase. Um, so MainStreet, the number one zero. That will get you $10 off any two-night or longer Southern California travel package. Um, you know, they already are giving you such a great deal. And now you get $10 more off. That's fantastic. So Go to getawaytoday.com, plug in the promo code MainStreet10 to save that $10 off your two-night or longer Southern California getaway package. Or you can give them a call at 855-438-2929. That's 855-GET-AWAY. Um, and that $10 could get you some delicious Halloween treats. Uh, I know that they have like a sweet potato uh, pastry that looks really good. Uh, that would be free, essentially, because you are saving this $10. So go ahead, check out getawaytoday.com. You're not going to regret it in the slightest. So let us move on to this week at the Disneyland Resort. The hours are as follows. Uh, Thursday, October 10th, Disneyland's open 8 to 11, with DCA open 8 to 6, due to the OBB, as we call it, uh, but the Oogie Boogie Bash is from 6 to 11. Friday, October 11th, Disneyland's 8 to 11, with DCA open 8 to 10. Saturday, October 12th, Disneyland's open 8 to 12, with DCA open 8 to 10. Sunday, October 13th, Disneyland's open 8 to 12, with DCA open 8 to 6, due to the OBB from 6 to 11. Uh, Monday, October 14th, Disneyland's open 8 to 12, with DCA open 8 to 10. Tuesday, October 15th, Disneyland's open 8 to 11, with DCA open 8 to 6, due to the OBB from 6 to 11. 
And then, uh, oh, I'm supposed to say OBB. So the OBB at 6 until 11. Uh, Wednesday, October 16th, Disneyland's open 8 to 10 with DCA also open 8 to 10. So those are your hours. Uh, You still have Dia de los Muertos slash the Plaza de Familia uh, to... uh, to enjoy, as well as the Yogi Boogie Bash, which we have mentioned many a time and have I just mentioned on the hours. Uh, the closures at Disneyland, nothing's really closed right now, so enjoy that time while you're there to partake in everything. Um, and then, of course, California Adventure Red Car Trolley is unfortunately still closed until spring of 2020. So, um, yeah, that is this week at the Disneyland Resort. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and move on over to, uh, normally I would say Brian's Trivia Corner, but I'm in charge, uh, today. Today I'm in charge, just so Brian's clear on that. Since I'm in charge, it's now time for Sean's Trivia Corner. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sean's Trivia Corner. It is literally in a corner. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is trivia time. Ooh, yeah. Uh, That was my impression of Brian. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, But anyway, uh, this week on Brian's Trivia Corner, well, Sean's Trivia Corner, uh, let us talk about last week's trivia question. So the question was, what year was opening day of Walt Disney World? Uh, Brian kind of flubbed up and gave you the date, (laughs) Uh, but that was open in 1971. So I don't know who got it right or who got it wrong or who didn't answer and who did. So if you got it right, congrats. Give yourself a nice heartfelt pat on the back because uh, you deserve it. Uh, if you didn't get it right, um, you know, wallow in yourself pity for just a second or two and then uh, try again because here comes another question just for you guys. This question is, what company sponsored It's a Small World at the New York's, sorry, at the New York World's Fair? There you go. So again, what company sponsored It's a Small World at the New York World's Fair? Um, that's all That's all I got for you. So uh, if you think you know the answer or you just want to give it a wild, wild guess or if you cheated and used Google and want to let us know, uh, you can give us your answers. Um, you know what? Go ahead and email me your answers. <laughs> I can say that. Brian's not here. My email is Sean, S-E-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. Uh, go ahead and CC Brian on those emails, uh, but it'll be funny uh, that, that I'll get them all. So send me your answers, and uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got for you. So that is this week. Oh, sorry. I'm confusing my segments. That was... Brian's Trivia Corner. Now we will move on to this week. At, uh, oh my gosh. Oh, I'm flubbing up. 
so this week in Disney history, there we go. Uh, let us get going on that. Uh, October 9th today, but in 1953, actor Tony Shaloub is born. I love Tony Shaloub. I don't know if I'm saying his last name right, but uh, he, I guess for the Disney tie, he is uh, Luigi on Cars as well, uh, the movies as well as the attraction in California Adventure, um, which is my favorite Cars character. But uh, non-Disney, he played uh, Monk on the uh, TV show called Monk. So if you guys are a fan of that, that's also Tony Shalhoub. He does both Monk and Luigi. So happy birthday, Mr. Tony Shalhoub. Uh, October 10th, 1997. I had to throw this in there. This is one of my favorite movies as a kid growing up and still today. 1997, October 10th. The comedy feature, Rocket Man, is released by Walt Disney Pictures. Um, this was shot on location at Johnson Space Center in Houston, Texas. Uh, the film does star Harland Williams as Fred Z. Randall. Um, Fred Randall, Fred Randall, Fred Randall. He does something like that when he meets his crush. I just butchered it. But Fred Randall, uh, and uh, he gets the chance to travel to Mars. So if you haven't seen it, I definitely recommend it. Uh, I don't think it's on Blu-ray. I don't think it's big enough to be re-released on Blu-ray, but it is on DVD, and I'm pretty sure if you're a member of the Disney Movie Club, you can get it from there. Um, If not, Amazon should have it, Uh, but I really like it. Uh, It's a stupid comedy film, uh, but it's hilarious, and it stars one of my favorite comedians, Harlan Williams. Uh, kids don't watch his stand-up <laughs> uh, without your parents' permission. But this movie is 100% family-friendly, and uh, Harlan Williams does a great comedic job, like he always does. Uh, also on October 10th, 2007, uh, Randy Newman and Floyd Norman are honored as Disney legends. Uh, I love Randy Newman, uh, but I love Floyd Norman even more. He was uh, a Disney animator from the days of old. He is still alive, and he even worked with Walt for a spell. Uh, But he was not considered one of the nine old men, of course. But great guy, uh, very friendly. If you ever get a chance to meet him, It will be a great experience, and you'll hear some great stories. Uh, But Floyd Norman, legendary Disney animator, uh, obviously, because he was named a Disney legend. Um, So go check out his work. Uh, He, if you haven't seen Jungle Book, the the animated feature, uh, I don't know where you've been living. I don't know if if you need to remove that rock from on top of you. But uh, check that out. Uh, he worked on that. Um, and uh, yeah. And I know he does art that you can purchase. Uh, so go just look him up. Great guy. He has his own website, his own little blog. And like I've said before, and I'll say it again, he has a great article on uh, Dumbo and the uh, famous 
crow scene. So go uh, go read that if you want to be enlightened by one of the original animators. So there you go. Uh, October 11th, 1955, ticket books at a cost of $2.50 per adult, $2 per junior, and $1.50 per child are available for the very first time at the new Disneyland theme park. A day at Disneyland contains three A, two B, and three C tickets, uh, because D and E tickets, well, D tickets won't be available until 1996, and an E ticket will not be available until 1959. So, $2.50 sounds pretty nice, but uh, you only got so many rides, but it wasn't as big back then. But that price, man, sounds really good. Uh, October 12th, 1986, the Golden Horseshoe Review in Disneyland uh, officially closes. For those that don't know, this show was written by Wally Bogue and Donald Novus, uh, who were actually performers in this show. Um, it's been running since July 1955, all the way until October 12th, 1986. Uh, the show actually did hold a Guinness World Record uh, for the greatest number of performances of any three theatrical production. Um, and of course, this featured Betty Taylor, uh, who played Slewfoot Sue, um, and she was the longest running cast member. Uh, if you can, which you should be able to, get on YouTube and uh, look up the Golden Horseshoe Review. If you haven't seen it or listened to it, you should be able to find video, if not audio, for that. Um, and I'm sure our Friends at uh, DisneyChris.com probably have the audio for this, as well as, I believe, SoundsOfDisneyland.com also has the audio for that show. Uh, I'm not 100% on that, but go check it out. Great site anyway. Great sites anyway. All right. October 13th, 1987. Actor Fred McMurray is inducted as the very first Disney legend um, he, if you guys didn't know, uh, was the professor in the absent-minded professor film, uh, not to be mistaken with Flubber, uh, which starred Robin Williams in the nineties. Uh, this was the very first Flubber movie, uh, which is called the absent-minded professor starring Fred McMurray, a uh, big, big chunk of, uh, Disney film. Uh, from Fred McMurray. So uh, definitely deserving of the very first Disney Legend Award. Um, but yeah, good good, uh, good event on October 13th. October 14th, 2004. This came as news to me. Uh, I didn't know this happened, but bidding begins on eBay for the Disneyland Haunted Mansion 1000th Ghost Experience. The winning bidder will have their own personalized tombstone immortalized at the classic uh, Anaheim Park attraction. The unique gravestone marker will bear the winner's first name and a humorous epitaph inspired by the winner's interests or hobbies written and personalized by the team at Walt Disney Imagineering. And then uh, the ceremony for the highest bidder will take place October 28th on October 
sorry, I'm 2014. Uh, then October 15th, 1996, the Main Street Electrical Parade at Disneyland gives its final performance uh, for the first time. <laughs> uh, this parade has been back many a time and will probably return, but the, for the original run, Main Street Electrical Parade gives its final performance on October 15th. 1996. There you go. That is this week in Disney history. All right, folks, before I get into the rest of the episode, which this will probably be a shorter episode. It usually is when my co-host Brian is missing. Um, But we'll see how much uh, of, of a tangent I take or how much I just blabber on, which apparently we do. Uh, but expect it to be a short episode. If it's not, uh, I lied. <laughs> All right. Uh, before I get into the rest of the episode, I do want to let you guys know how you can support us. Uh, the first way to do so, of course, is to listen to the uh, episodes every week and share them with people that might also enjoy the podcast. Uh, that is the biggest help and the most appreciated. Uh, thank you so much to everybody that is doing this or has done it. Uh, it definitely helps us out the most. Uh, another way to support us is financially. Uh, if you feel like we're deserving of your hard-earned cash and would like to help us better the show, you can do that at patreon.com slash word on the main street. That's Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash word on the main street. Uh, You can donate as little as a dollar up to whatever you would like. And it is a monthly donation, uh, but you can cancel at any time. We just appreciate anything you're willing to give us. It will help us to upgrade equipment, uh, which we've done a little bit of that. Thanks to those that have donated. Um, We have gotten some upgrades and some tools to help us do more content, um, better content. So thank you guys so much if you've helped. Uh, If you haven't and want to, that's how you can do it. If you don't want to, that's okay. Uh, We just appreciate you listening to the show. And of course, it will always remain a free show no matter what you do. So uh, don't think it will go away anytime soon. All right. If you want to contact us, there's a few ways you can do that. We, of course, love to hear from you guys on our social media. Uh, we are on Facebook, facebook.com slash word on the main street. We're on Twitter at W-O-T main street. And we are on Instagram, which is our biggest uh, social media page. Our handle is at word on the main street. Um, or you can just search word on the main street and we should pop up. I can't imagine that many other people are called word on the main street, but you never know. Um, and then we have a phone number. Our phone number is eight zero one nine two three two four five five. If you want to just say hello or tell us about a recent trip you took or some news that you heard about that we might not know, uh, feel free to give us a call. It goes straight to a voicemail box. Again, that number is 801-923-2455. 
And then we are on email, of course, the most primitive of uh, internet communication. Well, maybe not the most primitive, but uh, I digress. We are on email. <laughs> My email is sean, S-E-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. And Brian is available at B-R-Y-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. I don't know if you can hear the airplanes outside. I don't know if that's picking up on the mic, but I live right by the uh, Air Force Base. So uh, that's fun. So if you're hearing that, I apologize. If you're not, I'll just uh, sound like a crazy man. That's okay. All right. So that is my little spiel. Let us head on over to, I was I would say the meat of the episode, but it's, there's really not a whole lot that I want to talk about today. Uh, just a couple small things. The first is there are uh, some new wishables available or coming available. Um, we've talked about these before. These are just little like stuffed animals uh, that you can buy. They're really small. Um, most of them come in a mystery pack, so you don't know what you're getting. Um, and we've talked about them before. There's been Pirates of the Caribbean ones, Haunted Mansion ones, uh, but they are releasing a Haunted Mansion Holiday Nightmare Before Christmas line of wishables. Uh, it looks like there's five different wishables. Um, let me tell you about them. Uh, there is Oogie Boogie as, uh, what does he call himself? Oogie Claus uh, in the Haunted Mansion. At least he used to. Uh, but it's Oogie Boogie with a beard like Santa Claus. Uh, and it's got little bugs in the beard. Uh, kind of funny. Um, if you guys have ever been on Haunted Mansion Holiday, you know what this is. If you guys haven't, I, know, I realize not everybody that listens has actually been to Disneyland or has not actually been in a while. Uh, so just at the end where the hitchhiking ghosts are, now there's an Oogie Boogie that's spinning a wheel, and he's got a beard and a hat like Santa with bugs in his beard and whatnot. So that's what that's based on. Uh, they also have the snake uh, that's in the attic. It's also in the movie, of course. Uh, but it's the snake. It's orange and purple striped snake uh, with, I believe... It's holding a present, or at least just has a star on top of it. It's coiled up, almost like a Christmas tree, and then there's a star on top. I'm not sure if he's holding a gift or not. Uh, I just think he's supposed to look like a tree. Uh, the other one is uh, Sandy Claus. So it's Jack as Santa Claus, or as we know him in Nightmare Before Christmas, as Sandy Claus. Um, so that one's really cool. Uh, they have a zero wishable that uh, is just zero with a candy cane in his mouth as a dog would hold a bone in his mouth or a stick. Uh, but this is a candy cane. And then, of course, they have, I know it's a vampire teddy bear. I can't remember his name. It might just be Teddy. Uh, but, yeah, it's Teddy. Scary Teddy. Uh, they have him. Uh, he's throughout the Haunted Mansion 
holiday attraction, just causing a little bit of mayhem. He's chewing on wires or ringing a bell in Madame Leota's uh, seance circle. Uh, so those are the five wishables that they have. They're really cool. Um, I believe you can get them. I know you can get them at the Disneyland Resort, of course. Uh, you can get it now through January 6th. So you got to make sure to get on it. Um, but I think, yeah, it's at both Disney parks as well as shopdisney.com. So if you're not going to be at the parks and this is something you want, uh, go to shopdisney.com and you can buy them there. Uh, like I said, a lot of these are mystery packs. So there's, I don't think you can pick which characters you want. Even if you ordered five, you're not going to be guaranteed to get five different characters, which kind of blows a little bit. But um, I believe the Oogie Boogie, the Oogie Claws, uh, is one that uh, that you can see, you know you're getting, but the rest are mysteries. Of course, that's what I'm getting from the article anyway. So uh, if you're getting those... Uh, enjoy them. They're really kind of cool. Um, I might have to uh, look into ordering some myself on Shop Disney. All right. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about was the Void over in downtown Disney. So I like the Void. I've never actually been. Um, I've heard great things, and I know they started up here in Utah. Um but uh, this Void experience that is coming uh, on October 18th is called Avengers Damage Control. Uh, so you actually get to suit up and fight with the Avengers, which is pretty cool. Uh, so a little snippet of what this is all about. It says Avengers Damage Control will give fans the chance to suit up, step into the action, and become part of the story for the very first time, teaming up alongside Earth's mightiest heroes. Uh, it says fans will be enlisted by Shuri to test her latest prototype designs. Emergency response suits created with a pri- oh my gosh, <laughs> proprietary blend of Wakandan and Stark Industries technology. When sinister forces intervene, guests at the Wakandan Outreach Center's will soon find themselves recruited into action. Fans will uh, fight side-by-side side with Avengers like Doctor Strange, the Wasp, Ant-Man, and more. So if you're going to be here, uh, if you're going to be in downtown Disney on October 18th or later, make sure uh, you book your experience with The Void. You can go to thevoid.com and book that experience. It sounds like it's going to be pretty cool, so... Uh, if you, if anybody that's listening is going to check it out, please let us know what you think of it. Um, I'd love to hear about your experience. Uh, again, you can email, call, or message us on social media. Uh, but we would love to hear what this is like, uh, and what you thought of the experience. So, uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, they're doing Frozen Fan Fest. At the Disney parks. Um, basically, there's a lot of Frozen 2 merch that's coming to the parks as well as shopdisney.com. To me, this isn't all that exciting. I know there's a lot of 
Frozen fans out there. Not that I have a problem with Frozen, uh, but I don't know. I just don't really care too much about Frozen merch. It uh, looks like there's some shirts. Uh, Pandora will be re- releasing a uh, Frozen line. Um, the thing I don't care for is uh, it says Disney World's going to be getting some Frozen 2-themed uh, food and beverage offerings, but that's it. It doesn't say that Disneyland's going to be getting those offerings, which kind of kind of sucks. I mean... I know personally, I love the exclusive uh, treats and drinks and foods, and it looks like only Orlando, Florida, uh, also known as Walt Disney World, well, Orlando, Florida isn't, but, you know, the Disney connection to Orlando is Walt Disney World. They will be getting the Frozen 2 food and beverage, Uh, Anaheim, so Disneyland, uh, we'll be getting Frozen 2-themed photo opportunities throughout the weekend. Yep, that's it. <laughs> so, uh, kind of lame, I would say. Uh, I feel like Disneyland's getting gypped here. But uh, if you're into Frozen and you like the merch, I guess you'll be happy. But uh, just kind of think it's dumb that... Disneyland doesn't get the treats and the drinks and the foods. Obviously, there's the Arendelle uh, Aqua that's released, and there's treats for that. So kind of a Frozen connection there, but uh, not specifically tied to Frozen, uh, like Walt Disney World is getting. Um, As for more merch, uh, there's some shirts with the characters on it. Uh, There's a boy's shirt that says Raised by Trolls. Uh, they have dolls that you can get, phone cases, uh, like I said, Pandora bracelets. Um, this, I think, is really kind of cool. They have an Olaf backpack. Uh, the Loungefly backpacks are really big right now. Uh, they're just these uh, smaller-sized backpacks that uh, ladies or gents, if, if the gents want to, um, for you to wear. Uh, and I know, uh, our mom has a few of them. She's been buying them up, buying them up pretty good. I know she's got two or three haunted mansion lounge, fly, lounge fly backpacks, um, as well as I think she bought, uh, Mickey and Minnie. It looks really cool. It's fall themed, but anyway, it's an Olaf one. It's white. It looks, it's textured like snow. And then it's got his arms poking out as well as his little uh, hair thing that's made of wood. And then it's got his face in the middle of the backpack. Uh, Looks really cool. Uh, Pun intended. Um, So there's that. Pretty awesome. Those usually run anywhere from like $30 to $70. So I would probably imagine this is $70 at least. Uh, then of course they have costumes for the little, little ones. Um, but yeah, that's basically it. So just a bunch of frozen merch coming to Disney parks, um, photo ops coming to Disneyland, no frozen themed foods or beverages for Disneyland, but for Walt Disney world. 
All right. Uh, And then I just have one other thing for you guys, and then I'll let you go. Um, This, I thought, was kind of interesting, also kind of cool. Um, So Disneyland is doing something new. Uh, If you're not using MaxPass and you're using the standard FastPass system, um, first of all, I'd recommend just getting MaxPass. But for those that don't do MaxPass, they are starting to test what they are calling centralized fast pass kiosks. Uh, so the first one's going to be unveiled on October 15th. Um, so this week, uh, let's see, is that this week? Anyway, October 15th, uh, I think it's next week actually. So uh, it is a kiosk that will be in Tomorrowland. This will be the first one that they're going to try out and see how it works. Uh, But it will have the three big Tomorrowland attractions available on this one centralized FastPass kiosk. Uh, So let me uh, just go over this for you. Uh, The... Kiosk will feature your digital fast passes for Space Mountain, Star Tours, and Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters. Uh, the way this actually works, uh, I imagine, because I know um, this links to your Disneyland app, so you're still getting the fast passes on your app. My guess is you will scan your ticket just like you normally do to get a paper fast pass, but it'll just go straight to your phone and you won't get a. Uh, You will not get a paper ticket anymore. Um, And then they have a backup plan if you don't use the app. And I will tell you about that in a second. But it says Disneyland plans to unveil a new centralized FastPass kiosk for three Tomorrowland rides as part of a pilot program that will let visitors obtain paperless attraction reservations tied to the Anaheim Theme Park's mobile app. A new centralized Tomorrowland kiosk will distribute fast passes for Space Mountain, Star Tours, and Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters attractions, according to Disney officials. The new Tomorrowland Fast Pass kiosk is expected to open in mid-October. Um, Laughing Place actually reported that the new Tomorrowland kiosks will debut on October 15th. The new touchscreen, so there will be a touchscreen. The new touchscreen FastPass kiosk will be located in front of the Tomorrowland Theater. Paper FastPasses will no longer be distributed for the three Tomorrowland attractions. Digital FastPasses for the three rides will be linked to the Disneyland app. Visitors will still only be able to obtain one FastPass at a time at the Tomorrowland kiosk. So basically, you'll go up to this kiosk, it'll be a touchscreen, You'll select whatever ride you want at the time that uh, it's available for. So you'll select that ride, probably scan your uh, ticket, and then it will populate a FastPass on your app. Um, So pretty cool that you can just go to one kiosk and pick what ride you want. Uh, The only issue, and it's really not that big of an issue, is I really liked the themed uh, FastPass kiosk machines toward the attraction. Um, Star Tours was really awesome. It used the uh, some of the, the droids um, for the uh, FastPass kiosks. Um, 
Yeah. Anyway, I liked the theming, and now you probably won't get a theme specifically toward an attraction, but you'll still probably have a themed kiosk for the land, uh, which works, whatever. Um, So anyway, the pilot program will gauge visitor usage of the reaction to the new centralized FastPass kiosk in Tomorrowland. Visitors not using the Disneyland app can take a photo of the Tomorrowland FastPass kiosk touchscreen with their smartphone to confirm their attraction return time. Weird to me. I, uh, I feel like if you have a phone that can take a photo, you have a phone that can use the app. Uh, so I don't know why you wouldn't. But uh, there you go. You have a, a little um, resolution. If you don't use the app, but you still have a phone with camera capabilities, uh, you can take a picture of your reservation. Uh, let's see. The popular fast pass system allows visitors to book return times in advance for their favorite attractions. Oh, that's just a history. Uh, but yeah. Um, it's just, I guess it's part of the project stardust program that is seeking to find ways to open up the, the lands a little bit more and, uh, reduce waste of the real estate there because the real estate in Disneyland is very uh, valuable. And uh, if there's something wasting space, uh, it's basically got to go, right? So uh, this is just helping them get rid of things that don't need to be there. If you just have the centralized fast pass area for the land, that's going to save a little bit of space. I don't know what they're going to do with that teeny, teeny little bit of space, but uh, there you go. They can put a, another store there or something. I don't know. Um, so basically, they're just trying to think of ways to to fix these problems because uh, the park is pretty old, very small compared to the other parks. Uh, but it is what it is, and this is one of their solutions. Uh, and I guess... According to Disneyland officials, they say 85% of guests at Disneyland use the mobile app while in the park. So it shouldn't be a problem for a lot of people. Um, But really, I would highly recommend getting the Disneyland app when you go on your vacation. Uh, Even if you don't use MaxPass, it's a very, very helpful app. You can book reservations for restaurants through there. Um, You can do mobile ordering for some of the uh, food places. Um, It's just very convenient to have, as well as the Play Disney Parks app uh, that helps entertain your kiddos while in line. And it's also very beneficial in Star Wars. So I would really just stress getting the Disneyland Park app as well as the Play Disney Parks app. Um, And if you are worried about battery, I would just say... Uh, spend a little money on a external battery for your phone. Um, they're very small these days. A lot of them are like the size of a woman's lipstick or man's, whatever. Uh, but you can get really small external chargers for your phone, uh, that really don't cost all that much. Um, so just offering some solutions and I would highly recommend MaxPass. That way you don't have to worry about FastPass kiosks. Just book your FastPass from wherever you are in the park. 
for anywhere in the park. It's just a time saver. So definitely worth the $15 for Max Pass, I would say. Um, but yeah, just want to let you guys know about these new Fast Pass systems, especially for those that don't do Max Pass. Uh, I think this is where the future's going. Uh, you're going to get uh, those uh, centralized kiosks. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know if they're ever going to enforce or force you, I should say, to get Max Pass, but uh, perhaps that's where it's headed. Maybe it's like the Magic Bands at Disney World. I don't know. Uh, we will see. Time will tell. And that is all that I've got for you guys. I hope it was enjoyable. Hope you learned something today. Um, but thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to me blab on and on all by myself in this small room that I call the studio all by myself. Um, but I really do appreciate you guys listening every week. Uh, if you like the show again, please share it with those that might also enjoy it. Uh, we do appreciate that. Um, if you can, please leave us a review and subscribe to the show on whatever platform you're listening on. Uh, the platforms that we're aware we're on are Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, and Google Play. Um, again, we're on social media, facebook.com slash word on the main street, Twitter at WOT main street and Instagram at word on the main street. Uh, we do want to thank Bryce Gardner for the beautiful theme song that he has created for us. Thank you so much, Bryce. Uh, you guys should definitely check him out. He does music under the name of Delta Theory, um, which you can find on pretty much any music streaming platform, such as Apple Music or Spotify. Um, but yeah, that is it. Thank you guys so much for joining me this week, uh, keeping me company while Brian's off doing who knows what. Um, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening every week. Please join us every week, every Wednesday, to hear the new word on the main street. Bye-bye.